Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Shoots and Ladders, a 1993, because it's 30 years, wrestling rewatch podcast focused solely on the WWE. I'm Pat, joined by my lovely co-host Jen. Hello, Pat. That is a wonderful little uh, round in that we have going on that I did. You know? A round in? Yeah, like I rounded all of the things into one little concise like a round up only in? That's it. Round in. I'm just going to start. Like, I'm going to try to do it. Like, that's, I'm just going to bring it, I'm going to bring it as a word and see if we can just get it to okay. be a thing. What was your <laughs> word of the week, Jen? What? We didn't even talk about anything yet. I like to reveal my word once everything is talked about. Well, I was going to tell you, my word was hype. Mm, I, I, there was so much hype that we were given last week about all, about where we could be going. And I was hype. You were hype. Okay. <clears throat> um, Spoiler, I was let down. Yeah, so mine is about... It's a... It's flop. Okay? Because <laughs> I was really... <laughs> I also was hype. And it was... A, right? Like, yeah. Like, last week, we spent so much time world building on what this WrestleMania could be. And this week, we just got Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Hulk Hogan, the icon... Appeared on the episode of Raw that we watched this week, and uh, it was all the, the talk on superstars that he might make it there as well. And that really overshadowed everything else that was kind of uh, bubbling up at this point. I mean, again, in real life, it obviously it was really important that Hulk Hogan was there, because it was going to make a big deal about WrestleMania, and it was going to help with his friend Brutus the Barber Beefcake. But in the rewatch terms, it kind of was like a quick little nosedive, huh? Do you remember this happening? Like, well, I'm, I'm going to tell you. So we did some, you know, a little bit of extra research on all these. And I don't remember it happening because, I mean, at WrestleMania, he was there. So as far as I knew, he was there. But I didn't see that episode of Monday Night Raw, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. So he was only on one episode. And there was only one other promo that gets cut with him before the WrestleMania. So it's really one of those things that, like, if you blink, you missed it. Kind of, but it's like all they talk about. So if you blinked, you know you missed it. They talked about it last week that he was going to be there, right? And they may be talking about it, but there was no way to access it if you missed it. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I don't, I don't remember seeing the raw episode until we did our rewatch, and I remember it stuck out because I'm like, this is, we were doing one thing, and then here was just this event, right? Like as a kid, it didn't mean anything to me. But, it, I mean, it really mattered here. It kind of sucked the energy out of the room, no? You know, it kind of... Yeah. No, it, it did. Like, I kind of feel bad. Because I feel like you should be a big Hulk Hogan fan. Because I'm not, right? And I feel like... I don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like usually... Hulk Hogan is, is the man of the 80s, though. Yeah. I and think I just... just we just weren't into it. Too we were, young. We were yeah. You know, That's the thing. Six, seven... You know, in the 80s. Like, just not young enough that I was exposed to it that I can remember. And I've never seen Mr. Nanny. I'll tell you this, too. And this is this is a fact. This is the truth. For me, Hulk Hogan will always be Thunderlips. Thunderlips was a villain to Rocky in Rocky Three. So, to me, <laughs> it's one of those things that, like, I just always thought he was a bad guy. He tried to fuck with Rocky, right? Makes sense? That's really funny, because I remember that, and I remember being really excited that he was in Rocky, because I knew who he was. And I was very aware of the fact that he was acting because I knew he was a good guy. So I was like, oh, Hulk Hogan's acting like he's Mm -hmm. acting like a bad guy. So I was like, this is really weird 
Because he is not a bad guy. He is Hulk Hogan. And I remember having that thought as like a kid watching it. I remember being a kid being like, oh, Hulk Hogan's in this movie. But he seems like a bad guy. He must be a bad guy. And <laughs> That's scene. really funny. Yeah. And you know, it's funny too, because we had just rewatched or just watched uh, the recently played Andre the Giant uh, Hulk Hogan rivalries. And watching that, oh, Andre rivals. was a good guy. Because I'm like, Andre was always a good guy until he he feuded with Hulk Hogan. So same thing. I always thought Andre the Giant was a good guy. Right? And then he was just a bad guy for like... I- I'm sorry. I always thought he was a bad guy. Or like a kind of like... I always thought he was good. I guess maybe I never thought about yeah. it. I just... He's such a larger than life personality. Because he, he had such yeah. a 180 turn in uh, Princess Bride that I always thought of him as like a bad guy. So like at first he was like a bad guy. He was like a henchman. But then he becomes a good guy. Oh, in Princess Bride. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. like the bad... He is the brute squad. Well, you don't need anybody else. That's the joke. <laughs> They're like, go get the brute squad. Is that guy? I am the brute Don't expose me for not knowing Princess Bride. Hey. Uh, the only thing I'm exposing you for <laughs> the only thing I'm going to expose you here is uh, I have seen it the only thing I'm going to expose you here is you know you don't have a rundown ready not that there's a ton that we got to run down you didn't ask me to do a rundown let's do it okay let's do a rundown okay rundown time so we start with our superstars on Saturday February 20th 1993 and you get Vince Randy King before they ever come on, you get Bam Bam Bigelow and Earthquake mm-hmm. in front of this black green screen. Is that a thing? A black green screen? Mm-hmm. Just in an empty void, yelling at each other, both terribly sweaty. Wait, I'm going to stop you for a second. Wouldn't it just be a green screen that then they did black? You wouldn't have a black green screen. This was a black like curtain. I was kind of being silly. I was kind of being silly when I said okay. it. Okay. I was just making sure, because you know what? I went with you for a second, so I apologize. No, I mean, like, it would be a green screen that then they would do black. Or they would just be, like you said, in front of a black backdrop. I just, I just want to clarify, because I felt like that was really serious, and I felt like we didn't address it enough. No. No. <laughs> okay, so you, you start out with promos from them for their upcoming match, yelling at each other. I always love Bam Bam Bigelow and his jersey and his tattoos. But, yeah, they're both really sweaty. Um, then we get what I like to call Squash Match Central. Lots of squash matches. Um, you get Razor Ramon coming in. Uh, you get Mr. Perfect. Kamala. What are the other matches? Undertaker. So those are all your squash matches. Not, I mean, in that order, but there's other things in between. Okay, so... The first event center that we get, this is a terrible rundown, by the way. I am not, I am not prepared. <laughs> okay. Event center, right? We get an event center with your boy, Sean. Should I just start over? No, keep going. I love the energy. Do you? Because I, this is I'm like, all tripped up here. Listen, I usually go in order and I'm like. Listen, that that's what this episode was. It just, it was a lot of hype. You got a lot of thoughts going through your brain. Okay. First you get a mean gene. In the room with all the little TVs, you know, broadcast center, broadcast center, right after the Razor Ramon match, he comes in and he is talking about Beefcake's return, right? And how he has nine stainless steel plates and 30 screws in his face. And he got fucked up last week by IRS. And they show him getting fucked up on Monday Night Raw by IRS. Which leads me to ask you this, Pat. Mm-hmm. Come at it. Would Brutus's headbutt 
be equivalent to Lex Luger's forearm. Just think think about it. We don't need to talk about it yet because we have more of this rundown to go. Put a pin in that. Okay. Then we get Mr. Perfect with Bobby Young. Uh, yes. Then Event Center with Sean Mooney. You get a Yokozuna promo, and then we get the Bret Hart promo that we get this week. Do you remember this promo with Bret Hart that you rewound? I rewound it multiple times, yeah. Gotta do the big match. I'm like, really major concerned about this guy. Like, it is... It's perfect. In, in how unperfect it is. It's, it's the best. Then we get our headlining event of Sunday Saturday morning. Bam Bam Bigelow versus Earthquake. Spoiler alert. Bam Bam Bigelow wins. Um, Earthquake is counted out. Then we get a Kamala match. Then... The, <laughs> this is actually the best. The best segment of this whole thing. Okay. Deborah Duggan. Yes, that was pretty We're good. putting a pin in that too. Okay. Hacksaw's wife comes in and it's, it's it's everything. Then we get a WrestleMania report by Mean Gene. Then we get an Undertaker match. Then we get a Headlock on Hunger promo by your boy Crush. Mm-hmm. Another event. I mean, we're in this... Today, we're in this we're event center. We're living in Here it. Here we are. And guess what? Hulk Hogan coming to Monday Night Raw. Boom. Flash forward. Give me a Monday. Boom. Promo with your boy Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Promo with your Undertaker... And Paul Bearer. Yep. Put a pin in those promos. Then next week, we get Big Boss Man and Doink. I kind of forgot Big Boss Man's still here, but he is. Oh, yeah. And we get some promos from them. And that is a wrap on the Superstars. That was a choppy-ass little overview there, but that's it is what it is. We are who we are. All right. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Bob Bartlett comes in with a bunch of screaming and cheering fans with signs for Hulk Hogan. And I believe he makes a joke about how he is surprised that wrestling fans can spell. Accurate. Yes. Then we get a Bam Bam Bigelow Scotty Too Hottie, although back then he was just Scott Taylor match. That was pretty fun. It was actually probably the best match of the day. And then we get an interview with Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. I go pro shirt. And then we get our six man tag. The Beverly Brothers and Shawn Michaels versus the Nasty Boys and Tatanka. Mm-hmm. The, the Tatankas win. And then we get Crush versus Terry Taylor. Which I thought Terry Taylor was a face, so this was a little bit confusing for me. Maybe I was wrong. Then we get the headlining event of the week, the interview with Hulk Hogan. A very deflated looking Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Where you get... Brutus coming out, you get Jimmy Hart coming out, and then Undertaker Skinner match, which gets cut off like three minutes into the match. <laughs> that it was just my favorite part. Mid match. I mean, that, that was, was actually yeah. my favorite part of the entire. It was. It was. Yes, that's what that was. And then that's it. Then that's your. That's your week. And my word is flop. I echo that sentiment. I'm going to go ahead and jump right into the wrestling part because okay. I, fe- I well, feel like... We got to go, start with Superstars, right? However you want to start. I was going to okay. just break it into, th- into three sections again. The wrestling, the promos, and then just potpourri, like a best of. Right? Because the wrestling itself... Yeah. There was, what, six fucking squash matches. Just six squash matches. Like, 
that Bam Bam Earthquake match too might as well have been a squash match. Because that was just like, we are doing this to hype up Bam Bam. That's all it was. They were just trying to get him over real quick with Earthquake. It was not that good of a match. There's six. Is that what you said? Yeah, I said six. Yeah. I mean, the entire Superstars is just squash. I mean, I understand that we know who Earthquake is. And I like Earthquake for what it's worth. But... <laughs> for what it's worth. No, it's just like, by the time that I am introduced to him, it's, you know, via... Uh, one of the WrestleMania arcade games, and he's just like an old, like he's an older guy, like older dude. You know, like they have the younger version in Yokozuna of Earthquake now, right? And he's like kind of a face, so it's just kind of like okay. Last week we already had one of our old school faces get destroyed, and this week now we have Earthquake lose on a count out. Nothing else to say here, really. The Razor Ramon match was just Razor Ramon. I do have something to say, though, about okay. the Earthquake Bam Bam match. Okay. No, no, I was just, I was going to the other matches. But go, okay, okay no, go, go, ahead. go, go, go. No, I was going to be like, the other matches, there's nothing really to say here, right? The Kamala match was just Kamala doing the same stuff. Now he's a face. Razor Ramon being a face. Mr. Perfect being a face. Uh, Razor Ramon being a heel. Yeah, but the Kamala match had Mike Starr. <clears throat> It's true. <laughs> we haven't even talked about Mike. Well, Star. no, we didn't talk. That's why I left him. That's why I said there's three things. Okay, yeah, but you you, you hop in. You're, I'm burying the lead. I understand. Okay, I understand. <laughs> That's why I said there was three things. I'm just talking about the wrestling action. Okay, so itself. let's go in from the, the first match action. down. Like so. Sure, go from the first match down. The Razor Ramon match. Yeah. Okay, so then we'll go to the next match. <laughs> <laughs> the Mister Perfect match. I get no. I I see what you're saying. I really do. I <laughs> silly. Um. You did mention that you feel like Mr. Perfect has a dad bod. Slightly. Okay. And we're not... He's working himself back We're not body shaming. No, 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 no. How could we? We don't look like professional wrestlers. No, no, no. (laughs) But I feel like he's working himself back in. He is. He's working himself. He's been out for a while. He hurt his back. Long time. Long time. Bam Bam Earthquake. Again, went through it. Kamala Mike Starr. No, Bam Bam Earthquake we didn't go through because you didn't... Let me say what I need to say about it. Okay. My but, bad. Okay. <laughs> my, this is a safe space. I, safe I, space. I apologize. I just was so... I, I was so let down by this flop. By the specific match? Just or the matches. The, just the matches. Like, the, did the, you expect more from Bam Bam and Earthquake? The thing is, I think it's like, oh, wow, they're both such big guys. But, like, two big guys usually don't produce such a good match, right? Like, I, you know, it's kind of... What I thought was crazy was how much bigger... Jerry the King Lawler was also surprised by this. How much bigger Earthquake was than Bam Bam? Yeah. He's a big fucking guy. He's t- like a tall dude. Yeah. Um, but, so, the, the thing I want I'm sorry. I love Macho Man so much. Two things. First thing. Macho Man says to Vince during this match, So what do you think about the Ico Pro situation here, Vince? Like, what? That was funny. That was funny. And you know Vince is probably like giving him the eye, like shot. You know, so funny. That was. Good. I thought that was I hilarious. Thought that was good. And then there was the whole blowing out backs. Well, okay. 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 There was a conversation that the two of us <laughs> had to have when I said, hmm. "Do we not want to talk about this?" <laughs> saying saying blowing out somebody's backs probably not what you want that to be. Now, because that's what they said. One of them blew the other one's back out. I don't remember who. Yeah, it's to which I had to 
really reiterate that it's an extremely sexual term but I didn't, nowadays. I didn't, you know, no, I really thought it just meant that you blew someone's, like, you hit someone on the kidney. I, or I, like I know what you meant. I, didn't I, know, I know what you meant. But in the context that they used it, I laughed because I said, whoa, blowing out backs now. Like, I've heard that, but I didn't realize yeah, that was, like, the main use out. of that. Yeah, that's what it's used for now. Yeah. So, okay. That was good commentary. I thought it was. I I, I thought disagree. I thought that Macho Man did some good commentary with I that. I thought there was some good blown out backs commentary. I, there was I, some stuff I, to talk I about. I don't disagree, but what about the wrestling? Is what I what, what I keep going back to. Okay, the wrestling next match: Kamala, Mike Starr. Boom. What is going on with Mike Starr? But Mike Starr, the comment you have to say has nothing to do with the wrestling. I don't even remember what happened in the match. Although I'm pretty sure Kamala tried to pin him the wrong way and then kept pinning him even though the count was over. I had asked you, and I meant it. (laughs) (laughs) Did Mike Starr go to the same hairstylist as Deborah Duggan? That was my question. Okay, so this brings us to the next thing. Oh, we're not doing promos yet. No, because I'm talking about the wrestling. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Let's just talk about the wrestling. I mean, kimchi comes out. Kamala's distracted. The only thing I really cared about in this match was Mike Mike Starr's hair. And his entire vibe. He looks like... I couldn't... (laughs) I, I can't even describe it. You need to watch it. You need to see it. It's unbelievable. Mike Starr. We love you wherever you are. That hairdo. I tried Aged to like find him. Line. Like, I was trying to figure out who he was. I, I It was hard to find out. Because um, there's a Mark Starr who is actually, like, uh, a jobber who's there more. Undertaker. Raven Clark. So Raven's wearing underwear, right? Didn't we agree that this guy Raven, that the Undertaker's wrestling, is wearing, like, straight underwear? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm just looking up here and I clicked on Mike Star on Pro Wrestling uh, Fandom. Yeah. So you found He him. retired in 2015, but I think he's most famous and goes by Michelle Star. Oh, you know what's so funny? I did see Michelle Star and I just assumed it was a different person. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's probably like French Canadian or something. I just, mm-hmm. I just made that assumption. You did. Okay. Undertaker Raven Clark. Yeah. Raven's in his underwear. The body bag is back. Oh, yeah. Because he, that's that's what we do. Yeah. We're just like, we're, we're, <laughs> haven't, we're filming a house Haven't show. noticed it around in a while. Maybe it's just me, but it was there. It was. It, they they retired it for a minute when he was doing Kamala. Was Kamala a casket match? Or was it yes, Yokozuna? The front yeah, match? but they called it a coffin match. Coffin match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So he retired it for a little bit. Because he was bringing out coffins. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So he well, retired it's back, that, and it's, yeah. it is the most disturbing part of Always the Undertaker, is. and just the way he just throws the body over his shoulder. But it's Always not a body, it's a, it's a living That's human. why Mark Calloway. It's Raven Clark in his underwear. Legends. Legends. Because yeah. again, this I is mean, where it started. One of the few reasons, yeah. Look at where it ends, you know what I mean? Like, it's unbelievable that you're starting by literally putting people in a body bag in the ring. Like, what? What? Okay. So do you want to go through the promos now? Because that's all your wrestling that you get for superstars. I really want to talk about the promos because I feel like, number one, the Bret Hart promo is one of the greatest Bret Hart promos. It literally seems like... Gotta do the big match. Jen, it seems like he is on (laughs) a Saskatoon, Canada, like, speed date, like, dating video. Like, he's making a dating video. So he's trying to be, like, coy and funny. It's like, oh, man, everybody wants me to do that match. I gotta do the big match. Gotta do it. I feel like that's how your dad would say it. 
hundred percent. Patty got to do the big match. But my dad's like, my dad may or may not be a smoking a bowl when he does it. Yeah, so no, it's like, like in Bret a great Hart way. Is just so yeah. like, yeah, yeah, so loose in this interview. Get, like, I, yeah, it's so ridiculous. Which is awesome because it's so rare. Like I feel like uh-huh. he's always so serious. It's That's like, why it's so great. It's like Brett, chill out, and he's like, fine, I'll chill out. Maybe he just smoked a doob or something. Yeah. Like I don't know what's going on, but I, I mean, maybe he just. I'm finally- like. I'm like really major concerned about this guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he like, said. I am re- he really is, major. He concern. is talking with such such older cousin energy. Like like he is just like, dude, you are so PG, but the minute you get away from everyone, you're clearly rated R. It's like I'm really concerned. Like you're speaking. No, I'm like really major concerned. Like really like you're <laughs> trying to speak to kids, but it's just not working. Oh right? God, I loved it so much. It was so good. I loved every second. He's of like, it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, this is this don't this don't look great. This is <laughs> this is one of those things where I was like, this is why Bret Hart was my champion, right? He had the he had the belt here. You know what I mean? Like we talked yeah, about yeah. it when we first started watching. We're like, oh, Bret Hart, right? He was like champion when we were kids, and then it was like, actually, he really wasn't for that long, right? It went back and forth. Like I just thought it was all the time. You mm-hmm. watch this and you're like, no, it's only it's only for a few weeks. You know, and then we know what's gonna happen. Well, this isn't a few weeks. This is some a few months. He, it's like two. It's like a three. It's like three month run. He gets it and he holds it, it in to October. give it to, to Yokozuna. Oh, we got it in October. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like five years. It for like six months. Okay, that's fair. Because well, then I know. I I just know the progression. Like in my mind, he's just had it. Like he had it from like ninety three to like. He left in ninety seven. Right. That's just what I felt. Yeah. So. Uh yeah no he wonderful didn't. promo oh my god, the best. Okay, then we get, then we get Deborah Duggan. Deborah Duggan. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the episode. Oh. You I know? don't even, we don't even need to do end of the episode, like, awards. She wins it all. He's still married to her. I know. That's his real wife. They're still married. And the the promo is just about how they were going to have kids or how she's pregnant. But I think and now she they might don't know be pregnant. But, like, you know when you dress, you know when you have a little baby and you dress that little baby in, like, a sailor it's like a baby girl, let's say, and you dress her in like a little sailor dress, and it's like blue and white pinstripes with like a red bow. Mm-hmm. That's what she's wearing as like a grown woman. I know. It's it's <laughs> almost it's almost as if they said, "What is? How much more dramatic it? can we make this thing?" She's in a rocking chair, and this rocking chair is in front of other chairs, and you just see the pictures of like her and hacksaw and these little like frames, and she's just like, "I just want him to be able to play with his baby. We've been wanting this baby for so long." I'm like, "Wow." I just need him. I just want him to stop wrestling. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable <laughs> because it just came out of left field, and I was like, "Whoa, we have an entire hacksaw Jim Duggan angle here." About him hanging with his kids. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. And nothing I, against Deborah. I mean, I'd look to see if they were really married. I've seen pictures of them together now. She's dressed normally. She seems like a great lady. It's just how they presented her. It's Jen, really how fun. this came out of left field on a Saturday morning. She has like Martha Washington vibes. I'm like, I'm like 10 years old. How do I even know, like understand what's going on? Like, oh, this is Hacksaw Jim's Duggan's wife coming to tell me how dangerous Yokozuna is. And how he's injured so bad. Like, what is going on? This is wrestling. There's a wrestling clown. There's a man who skins alligators. There's a man who puts other people in body bags. Like, why are we saying, like, what is this lady's doing for real? Why? Like, it's, With the, it's, why are we here? Like, why are we here? It was just, I was so caught off guard. Like, oh, this is so exciting. I was so excited. When it happened, I laughed a lot. It ages like a fine wine as well. <laughs> sure. Sure does. 
This and Brett's promo are the best two things about this superstars. A hundred percent. Hands down. Nothing. <laughs> all the matches can just go away. These two things are the oh, best thing. The best. Uh they made it they made it uh they they were YouTube worthy clips. They were very good. The, uh, amazing. And then we get a WrestleMania report. Um Gentlemen, I don't care about these WrestleMania reports right now. I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay. Would you like to know any of the new matches coming for WrestleMania? No. Okay. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't care about these WrestleMania reports. Crush promo, headlock on hunger. Do you care about feeding hungry people? Always. Okay, great. Uh, so that happened. <laughs> then we get an event center. Um, Sean Mooney lets us know Hulk is coming to That Raw. I care about. Buckle that up. That I care about. Buckle up. And you get a promo with... Shift it into... Shift it. Shift it into fifth gear. Hulk Hogan's coming to Monday Night Raw. If you go from neutral to fifth, I think your car stalls out. Right? I don't know. How, we how were in fourth. Now we're going fifth. Your promo with Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He's like, I'm cool. I'm cool. It's okay that you beat me, Tatanka. He think he said he was cool a few times and it was funny. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. cool. He mentioned. Listen. That it was a non-title match. Mm-hmm. Multiple times. Because he was bitch made. And you, and you know what? <laughs> He's right. Because he also mentioned Super Bowl champs don't win every game they play, but they win the one that matters. He did say that, and I said, touche. Yeah. Touche. <laughs> that, that was a touche. 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 But the, the difference is, like, you know, you have the belt, so... When you fight someone, you should be defending it. But he knew it was a non-title match. Why mm. is he going to give his all and risk injury if he doesn't have to? He just wants Tatanka to think... To, to get a little overconfident and think that it's easy to beat him. So that he goes into WrestleMania and it's like he can just beat him piece of cake. IRS <laughs> and the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, go into that ring. <laughs> they put their belts on the line every time. And when things look shady, they walk the fuck away. Well, Sean didn't want to do that. He wanted to give him false hope. Okay, he's actually playing a mental game okay. here. A mental game. He's playing a strategic mental Bullshit. game. Bullshit. No, I'm no, a, no, no. I'm going to tell you, you got a belt put on the line. That's it. That's it. Men- keep keep it pushing. Mental game. Keep it pushing. We're, Mental we're moving game. on from this. We're moving on. Promo with uh, Undertaker and Paul Bearer. I love it. Where, <laughs> where he says courage and death are related. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember the reasoning behind it. But it stuck with me. <laughs> and then we get... My <laughs> <laughs> This shit is so weird. Like, it's, it's so, so good. It's so silly. Um, promos from uh, Big Boss Man and Doink. Yeah. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Where do you want to talk about the wrestling first? I want to talk about the greatest thing ever. Live Monday Night Raw. This episode is live. We hyped up the fact that we were going to have Hulk Hogan there. So it's live. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And we are watching the last match. Undertaker Skinner. So the two people, maybe what you would consider like, well, no, I guess the the six man might be your, your main event. But like a decent, like two people you know, Undertaker Skinner. And they literally go in there for like two minutes. And they're like, all right, we'll see you next week. And mm-hmm. we just looked at each other like, how would you ever know? If you didn't watch, how would you ever know? How could you know? It was amazing. You couldn't. There's was, no way you would. It was just amazing how it happened. I'm like, man, all right. Like, it's like, if you're paying enough attention, guys, you'll see that next week will be the continuation. Like, they, it's not live that week. It's what I'm saying. 
filmed before a live studio audience, but it's no longer live, you know? Is it just, is it I like a it. replay or is it, oh, well, I guess. Well, they not. filmed all three. So they filmed the three hour, they filmed the whole show. So they just put the next episode, just picks up right at that Undertaker fight. Gotcha. Because this is when, they, the first couple they filmed every week. Remember we were having a whole conversation. Now they're like, nah, I'm just going to. I think they do one every two weeks now. And then it yeah. turns into like. Yeah. Um, Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. Scott Taylor, a.k.a. Scotty Too Hottie. Three minutes. Wish he did a worm still. That was actually a pretty good match. Oh, it was pretty decent. Bam Scott, Bam's Scott Taylor is good. Like for, you know. So is Bam Bam because Bam Bam is yes. big. Yes. Yeah, so, and, he's, and he's very agile, and he makes other people look really good. He does jumps, and yeah, he's he's good. Then we had our six men, Tatanka and the Nasty Boys, Shawn Michael, Michaels and the Beverly Boys. Yeah. So, did you see the double pit stop? It's not good. I did. It wasn't great. Nobody wants that. I mean, this match was a disappointment, I think. But this match is for the... It was not great. This is a match for the live audience. Well, Yeah. If you if you were there, but it's also to build that feud, right? Because the the Beverlys and the Nassies don't have any. They don't. But also Tatanka, Shawn Michaels. Like if you're there as a kid in the audience and you're watching this, you see you're killing mm-hmm. two birds with one stone. You're creating a tag team feud, and you're creating, you know, and you're setting them up for another match where Tatanka's the good guy against Shawn Michaels, who's the bad guy. So you're setting this all up and, for the future. And it ends again with Tatanka pinning Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. So, again, you see he beats Sean again. Mm-hmm. I was surprised at how much the crowd was into the Nasty Boys. They weren't cheering for Tatanka or anybody. They were screaming for the Nasty Boys. I thought that was kind of fun. The Nasty Boys are pretty fun. Because um, who was it before? It was like the Legion of Doom. Before that, it was like the Bushwhackers. There's just certain tag teams that become that become crowd favorites that they just love them. And they just, when the Nasty Boys turned last year... From they love them, yeah. They, they love them when they. I like them so turn. much better as heels. I'm not. I'm. I yeah. will die on that hill. You like everybody but, um, better as a heel. This was also the ultimate mullet match. I think every single person <laughs> yes. in this match had a mullet. Well, I disagree with Tatanka's mullet, but you're right. After he does on, have a on second mullet. review, he does. He does have a mullet. It's he just has not a as extreme with a mohawk, like a mohawk mullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not shaved on the side. It's no. definitely a mullet. Um. Also, Shawn Michaels separates the shoulder. That's what you said. Yeah. In the match. yeah, I think in the like if you watch it in the beginning, like pretty early on in the match, he like gets thrown outside the ring. If you see how he falls, he like falls on his shoulder. So that could be partly why this match isn't as good as most matches that he's in. Not to you know, but he's not really doing a lot during the match six because man, I, he's hurt. A six so man. He'll tag, be gone for a few weeks. A six man tag like this, difficult to make it good. Yeah, and it's also, again, because it's, it's two tag teams and then two guys that have a feud. So but it's, it's, it's just for the a, people that are there. Because if you're there, you're looking at all these different things that are going on, and there's all people that you like. So it's really creating a different experience. Watching at home, you kind of They do like, things like this to create feuds, too, though. They, all yeah, the time. I'm saying. They do this to create feuds. Right? But it's also, it helps for a live audience. Because it gives them something to cheer. Because this is early on the card on their night. Because next week's the main event's Bret Hart. Your champion's going to wrestle. What's worse? Yeah. Go. Double pit stop? <sighs> or a... Uh, what, what, is, what is Rikishi's move called? Uh, Like the ass face? The ass face? Is that what it's called? The ass face? I don't think it's called the ass face, but it's like the ass face. Um, What the fuck is it called? I know. Like, I feel bad that I didn't know it. And then, yeah, and like I... 
Like, I should know it. I know. And we're both looking it up. Yep. Stink face. Stink face. Well, we're close. Ass face. Yeah, I knew it was silly. Um. <sighs> I'm saying the stink face. Yeah, I mean, gun to my head, I probably gotta go with the nasty voice, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't want either. I don't want no. A lot of people get the stink face though, so I think it's one of those things. He gives it to a lot of people. He puts his ass oh, in a lot of people's faces. The pink so, eye I mean, situation. I'm, well, I'm a match since I was gonna say since everybody didn't get pink eye, I would imagine he knows what he's doing. Oh but, god. <laughs> um. Yeah, this was <sighs> this was tough. And again, yeah. like I'm the only thing I'm saying is like I I looked I peeked ahead a little bit. Next week you got Fatu versus uh, Bret Hart. That's you right. Get, um, you got a Steiner Brothers match too. So I think it's kind of like you put this on here to get the crowd kind of get their blood pumping. It was fun. You know, I think it would have been, again, I think if Sean didn't hurt himself, it probably would have been a little bit more fun. Yes. Maybe. You know. Maybe. But again, I mean, it, it was what it was. It, it it served its purpose. Yeah. Either way, I mean, that doesn't... Like there... I said, Undertaker Skinner, we got nothing because we don't literally just started. So okay. we don't even... We got know. Crush Terry Taylor. Nothing. Because that's just setting up Crush no, to do his No, this move. is when... This is when they start talking about, like, Hulk Hogan... Vince says Hulk Hogan is considering being on the President's Council for Sports and Fitness or Health and Fitness. And then Rob Bartlett pretends to call in as Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he talks like Arnold Schwarzenegger the whole match. But it wasn't and then, No! And then Macho... It's talking about how Hulk Hogan is neither a Democrat nor a Republican. Like, the whole thing is just, it's just, it's just with the wheels of this fly off. It just it goes in all different live, directions. Live TV. It's wild. Live TV. Yeah, so, I mean, this match is just here so we can talk about Hulk Hogan more and hype that more. Um, yeah. It's just, it's just, this is my favorite part about these early Raws, though. It's like how crazy the commentary is. Like, what is going on? But, you know, you may find now. At least until we get JR and stuff, that it might still be like this for a little while. A little chaotic. It is, I think. You know, I think, I think it's like it. this for a few years. I think even JR and like, uh, um, I think Law, it was Lawler and Vince McMahon, I think even they're like... I think Bo- Bobby comes in for a bit. Bobby Heenan comes back. Yeah, for a minute. Yeah. But I think it's just very chaotic. Remember it like, yeah, he definitely comes back. But he's way funnier than Rob Bartlett. He would... Oh, yeah. He, they, I don't know why he's not there. but I don't know. Probably contractual. That's it. That's all the wrestling. That was tough. I, I just exhaled because it was it was tough. Okay. An interview with Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan in the black room. Yeah. Hulk Hogan in the Ico Pro shirt. <laughs> Always promoting. Talking about the future of Hulkamania. Don't don't believe everything you hear. Listen, he's made mistakes. There's been tabloid terrorism. Like, I feel like this is just, a, like, him admitting that he's on steroids. Jen, I feel... Well, first of all, he does admit that he's on steroids. No, he says he's done them, like, once. Because okay. he got hurt or something. Well, once gonna, or twice because he got hurt. I'm gonna go forwards in time twice. In he like, doesn't admit that he regularly in did the ster- them. In the steroid trial, he does admit that he used it. That's one. But... Right, mm, but at this point, he has not. He might not have. But, then to go even further in the future, completely non-political, but holy shit... 
the way he was talking in 
if it's going to be you and me forever. Ben Affleck in an after school PSA about doing steroids. Stop. I swear. I think he killed someone because he has road rage. Oh, it's like an after school. Um... Yes. like a, Yeah, like an after school movie. A Body to Die For, the Aaron Henry story. Aaron Henry. Wait, is it a true story? Aaron Henry is a high school football player who constantly pushes himself to be the best. He has to. When working out at the gym trying to build up definition, he meets <laughs> Bryce, who turns him on to Fucking using Bryce. steroids <laughs> to give him the body he wants. When Aaron starts seeing results, he steals money from his mother to pay Bryce for more steroids. Aaron starts developing roid rage. And goes crazy at the simplest things. And he pays the price for it. It's Jen. Always, it's always Bryce. A body to die for. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can... I'm pretty sure I remember how it... Uh, like how it ends. Oh, these are HBO after school specials. Oh my god, after school specials. One was on eating disorders, suicide, parental consent laws, gun control, AIDS, date rape. Drunk driving, steroid abuse, a body to die for. Ben Affleck and Ernie Hudson. It won't let me... I'm pretty sure he dies. Like, I'm pretty sure he kills someone. Like, he kills his girlfriend. I think he kills somebody. Body to die for. I just felt like it was important to go down that rabbit hole It is. Because that's what we were... This is a perfect place for it. You were told that steroids were bad. Yeah. That's all I got. That's all I knew about steroids was that movie Uh on HBO. And this is your hero, right? This is Hulk Hogan. This is the hero of the 80s. You know, ketchup, mustard, clothes, like McDonald's hero, Hulk Hogan. Hogan, And he did steroids, so, you know. I mean, Bryce almost killed, or Bryce, you know, ruined his life. Ruined Ben Affleck's life. Yeah. I wonder who introduced it to Hulk. Bryce. Fucking Bryce. Fucking Bryce. Okay. So that's the first interview with Hulk Hogan. That's with him and Vince in in the black room on director's chairs. Correct. Fast forward to after the crush, Terry Taylor match we get the Hulk Hogan interview in ring at Monday Night Raw okay I'm here for it now I know the Hulk Hogan was on steroids because when he comes out he's a very deflated Hulk Hogan yeah he doesn't this is how I know (laughs) yeah yeah I mean where how it was where it was and how it's going now like uh you literally got that pin put in you I mean he's still humongous yes yeah, he's huge. He's a huge guy. If you saw him in the streets, you'd be like, holy shit, that is a huge guy. But compared to what he was, he looks deflated. He looks like how you should look if you spend 10 hours in the gym every day. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Without steroids. And he just wants to talk about Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I think I wrote Briefcake. <laughs> because You did. The Beefcake and the Briefcase, and it's confusing. Um, he's got to thank two people. Mm-hmm. For helping his friend. What two people does he have to thank? I'm going to say Jimmy Hart and Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Boom. Exactly. And then they bring out Brutus and he's got his bandages <laughs> all over his face. He's got two black eyes because yeah, of his Yeah, and he's nose. also wearing the yellow and the red. And then they bring out Jimmy Hart as their new manager. Uh-huh. Of what tag team? Uh, the, was it the Mega Maniacs? The Mega Maniacs. Yeah. And, uh, but just think about that. Jimmy Hart <laughs> with Hulk Hogan. Jimmy Hart is the ultimate, like, heel manager. I don't think so. I think he was friends with Hulk Hogan. I think he was Hulk Hogan's manager before. I don't know. 
Let's put that to the test. I don't think so. I think Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart's always a heel. He was the the Hart Foundation manager, but they were heels. I don't know. We're going to find out. I mean, he writes beautiful music. He managed the likes of Honky Tonk Man, Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Jerry Lawler, Million Dollar Man, IRS, the Mad... Well, you know I'll what? wait. I'll wait. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. <laughs> the Mountie. <laughs> the Natural Disasters. Dino Bravo. The Nasty Boys. The Nasty Boys when they were bad, yeah. The Giant. And Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So he was a heel manager. A hundred percent. Um, I am wrong, and I will genuflect at your altar. He is a heel manager. I thought for whatever reason, like he, I was like, no, but like he was kind of no, apparently not. No, because we've seen him manage Hulk Hogan before because we've already watched uh-huh. all stuff. That's why. That's why. It's I'm fe- like, oh, I thought he was like a good guy. You're looking into the past, but really into the future of where we're looking into the past now. And then, of course, Hulk Hogan rips his shirt off. Has to. And Vince goes, yeah, rip it off. It was. Yeah. Absolutely Ugh. orgasmic on his end. He just lost his shit. That's all he wants. Oh, my God. And we just laughed. And that's it. Those are the three things that just made me laugh more than anything. Deborah Duggan, Bret Hart, and that fucking interview. Especially Vince at the end. Holy shit. That was just hysterical. I just laughed. That's all it was. All you can yeah. do is laugh. I mean, this is just like... Okay. It's a filler episode. You gotta find it's, something. It is, but it isn't, because this is the big thing. This is the... God, this is Hulk Hogan coming back, right? This is your big moment. And it's just like, did it, you know, whatever. But like, he's, it's just like a big whatever. But he's coming back for one reason only. To go to that WrestleMania match. He's not coming back to be here every day. He's not going to be back all he the time. He was never there every day. I mean, I know. since we started. I shouldn't I say that. Since we started watching in 92, he was not there every day. I've never seen him in a squash match, ever. No, because they um, Not that he wasn't in them, but since ninety end of ninety one, he wasn't. So um yeah, I mean I feel like I feel like they're dangling shiny objects. Ooh, Bam Bam Bigelow, Earthquake, Six Man Tag, Hulk Hogan, and it's all just plop. It all just plops. I think it's more like I think it's more like you, uh, you get a telescope and you're like, oh, (laughs) I'm going to look at these stars. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful night. And you go to look at the beautiful stars and you're using the wrong fucking lens and you're trying to fuck around and you can't get it to work and it just looks all smudgy. Like I was so excited for this thing. And this is a pain in my ass. But once I clean the lens, maybe it'll be good. But you clean the lens. Maybe it'll be good. And you look into your neighbor's window and what you get are some beautiful promos. And that's, that's where... <laughs> that's where... All of a sudden you're like, I you, do see a meteor. I see something. Just... It's there. Because these promos, these three promos oh. were everything. They were wonderful. Highly recommend. Five out of five. Deborah Duggan. Deborah Duggan was... Deborah Duggan was a vibe. The Bret Hart thing was just funny. Because I don't remember if he's even... Like, this was unintentional and... It was unintentional, but then it became, like, intentional and was funny. It was yeah. like he was in on the joke. For once, he broke character enough to be, like, in on the joke mm-hmm. and, like, stumbled over his own words. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, we always joke about it because it's like, yeah, I mean, like, that cost money to make that film. So it's like, you just had to run with that. They're like, yeah, that's fine. You know what I mean? They weren't like, I'll run another take. They're like, ah, it's fine. Yeah. Or maybe that's the best take he took that day. Who knows? 
Maybe. Or maybe they're just like, you know, one and done. Because, I mean, not everybody's going to, you know, spend the same amount of time doing that stuff. Like, really major. Like, he almost felt like. I'm like, so. It was like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It was like silly. Yeah. It was like It felt like really like California. Yeah. Like, surfer dude, bro. Like, I'm like, really, totally, like, concerned. Yeah, I'm totally concerned, man. (laughs) I was like, whoa, Keanu, relax. (laughs) Working on that Emmy. But yeah, that was this week. Um, Still trumps anything that we got in like 92. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, so. yeah, it's a fun, silly product now. At least and it's, it's just going to keep going up. At least it's entertaining the whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm entertained. Hope you're ready for Doink Big Boss Man. I am, because I'm going to tell you my winner of the week, costume of the week, Deborah Duggan. <laughs> Hair of the week, Mike Starr and Deborah Duggan. Okay. <laughs> Promo of the week, Deborah Duggan. Match of the week. Deborah Duggan. Done. Done. Her non-existent match. Better. The other matches. What do you got? Yeah, I'm just gonna... I'll... I'll go in on that. I'll go in on that. It was wonderful. I'll go in on that with you. What the fuck is this? (laughs) What the fuck is this? I don't know. I I actually said that to you. I turned you and said, what the fuck is this? I was like, is this a PSA for something? Oh, no. That's Jim Duggan's wife. It felt like a PSA. It It was like a PSA. Like a don't do steroids PSA. 100%. Right before we see Hulk Hogan admit. It was like, uh, yo, I'm going (laughs) to... Listen, I'm going to hire an actor to portray how bad steroids are if you don't stop doing steroids. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hire Ben Affleck over here to show you how bad it is. I kind of want to see that now, though. The thing is, is that I looked up the, the year... March 23rd, 1994. Ooh. Think about it. Thinking about it. Because that shit premieres in August. But I think we said it all. I'm going to say it right now. The meter. (laughs) The meter. My meter. What really is going on there? Spidey stands up a little bit. Because, you know, Vince McMahon does shoehorn people's families into the kayfabe. Mm Mm-hmm. Because here's Deborah Duggan. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't need her to come out. It just kind of shows that, like, nothing is out of... Like, we will tell you anything we need to tell you to tell you anything. Also, his interview with Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows something. what was really going on. It's something there. For sure. Like, yeah. Hulk Hogan's gonna come back. You're gonna have him be in this match to help you sell tickets. You had, help, you, you had Hulk Hogan there now to help you sell tickets to that event. Because if you knew that Hulk Hogan was gonna be there that night, you'd want to go, right? Who wouldn't want to go if you were a wrestling fan in New York? Be like, oh, Hulk Hogan's gonna be at the Garden, and they're taping it. That's awesome. Yeah. And they hype the shit out. It's not at the Garden, but yes. The event center, Manhattan Center, Mm -hmm. New York City. Hulk Hogan, New York City. Gotta go. I'm like, watch it. I'm not calling the Manhattan Center the Garden. No, I just think of it all the same. Like it's all like in you know the middle of New York. It's like Midtown. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Midtown. Um. Yeah. That's it. I got nothing I else. I have nothing else. I have nothing else. I saw nothing from Sean that's any different. The only thing I saw from Brett is... Uh, I think Sean showed that he uh, he can make... He's he's playing mental games, right? He did show he can play a good mental game. Trying to play a good mental game with Tatanka. So, yeah. <laughs> You're still the way he just looked I hear me. you keep saying that, but the thing is, that's not what it is at all. I think that what it is, is that <clears throat> Tatanka... It's going to get robbed at WrestleMania. That's it. And if I could go into that time machine, I would go back 
and right that wrong. So that man doesn't get the belt. It's not right. It was a non-title match. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. We are Shoots and Ladders. Yeah. A 90s wrestling podcast. Join us. Have fun. We'll see you next time. On Instagram, we're Shoots and Ladders. There's a bunch of underscores on that one. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Shoots and Ladder Pod. Yeah, um, if you could follow us and rate us, that would be awesome. We like stars. Five stars all around. See if, you next time. If you feel so inclined. Okay, we're just we're dragging this we're, out here. Yeah. This That's is why being, I'm like, we're dra- dra- cut this. It's dragging. Cut this. Montreal was work.